Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. This is your weekly dose of Dream Home Inspiration, bringing you clever hacks and tips from the very best local experts with your hosts, Tara and Joe. Hey, hey, welcome to the Dream Home Movement. You're here with me, Joe Violetta from Violetta Finance. We've got a full studio today. I'm joined as always by my fabulous co-host Tara Vandelight from Janice Dunn Estate Agents and from Building Dreams Group. It's so good to be here. It is. Let's talk about our two guests. Before I introduce our two special guests, yes. I will let everyone know what we are chatting about tonight. Yep. So tonight we've got a real life reno story. Oh, we haven't had had one of those for a while and this one is a cracker. It is. Now hilarious. what you're going to get out from this what you're going to get out from this show yes. is a bit of a giggle for one, yep. but you're going to get some really practical advice as well Definitely. around how to do a DIY a, a DIY. semi DIY reno on a budget. Yep. And the guest that we've got tonight is one of the savviest budget shoppers I have ever met in my life so listen take notes you're going to get a lot out of this welcome to the studio tasha o'leary hi (laughs) who is our real life reno guest for tonight we're thrilled to have you in the studio i'm glad to be here and we might introduce our other guest (laughs) and i'm actually i have to turn on my video for this moment it's way too cute it's way too cute so our other guest in the studio tonight at the rwpfm studios with his hot wheels cars is Marcus Jake Violetta, my little four-year-old boy. Marcus, you can say hello in the microphone if you like. Hello. Good job. <laughs> so are, you, are you excited to have your radio debut tonight? Yes. Yes? Yeah. So you are very good. Marcus is mine and Carl's son. Carl presents our finance segment. He's got a client appointment tonight. And our babysitter is unavailable. So Carl is going to come into the studio to do the finance segment and pick up Marcus. But in the meantime, Marcus is all rugged up in his pyjamas and his dressing gown and his slippers. And he's our special guest tonight, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're very happy to have you here. We're going to combine the finance segment in with our interview with Tasha tonight because Tasha actually arranged the finance through Carl. So we'll talk about that how that process worked along with chatting about Tasha's real life reno story and all her great advice and tips and we've also got the property geek out with Tara so we've got a jam-packed show tonight all that coming up after the break How far are you into your renovation so far? Well, timeline-wise, about six months. Yes. (laughs) We have almost probably 90% completed our lounge room. Okay. Just minus painting, flooring, and some screening to put in. Uh, My laundry that's been converted into a laundry slash bathroom, that is probably another month off. Okay. Uh, It's there. We have floor tiles. We have cabinetry. We don't have doors on our cabinets, but we have cabinets. <laughs> so you're, you're sort of about, what, 60% through? or Yeah, yep. I'd say yeah, probably 60% Good through. Work. 
And what did the house look like beforehand? So describe your home to us so we can kind of get a picture of the the scope of the, the Renault and, yeah, just what we're working uh, with here. Uh, the best description would probably be 70s European. Okay. Mm. So there was a lot of mixed match and a lot of archways. Lots of archways. Um, rooms that would have three different types of tile that were not attractive tiles. <laughs> Could that be eclectic? Uh, eclectic. No. And eclectic very, Italian. And a lot of textured paint. A lot of the te- te- textured paint that had to go and we've um, taken out all the internal archways, thank yes. God. <laughs> I've probably got about 20 more out the front to get rid of, but internally at least I have no archways. And we're looking at a, is it a three-bedroom house? Three-bedroom st- plus study. Okay, three-bedroom plus study, and it's about 19, 1970s brick, brick yep. veneer. Brick, uh, brick throughout, brick all throughout. solid brick. Yes, double walls. Double walls. <laughs> On a lovely, decent block of land as well. Yeah, nice, decent-sized block, big yard. Beautiful. Okay, lovely family home that just needs a bit of a bit of a freshen up. Yeah, a bit of a TLC that it hasn't had since the 70s. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so what is your vision for what the house will look like afterwards, like after you've given it its TLC? Because I know you're giving it a bit more than TLC. You're giving it a bit of a a makeover. Yeah, a full makeover, and my vision is modern industrial. Okay. Mm. What what does modern industrial Well, to me, we've done a lot of timber and we're putting in steel door frames that are being powder coated black Ooh. yeah so they're Ooh. all being bolted in as, as over time slowly uh lots of yeah, timber and concrete look so modern industrial modern what industrial. is what is that well i like a lot of the the steel and concrete and i well i did what well, there's not as much concrete as, as i wanted like so we've done like timber benches in the laundry and there'll be the same with the kitchen and the bathroom it'll all be timber benches and uh we're going to do dark floors and concrete look tiles and the walls are having like the subway tiles but with black grout so they stand Ooh. out as a feature and all black tapware so all very uh, uh, Pinterest has been my friend. Yeah, it sounds very sophisticated. I love yeah. I love the sound of that look. I like the mix of the concrete and the timber as well. So yeah. it's kind of got that hardness, but also that soft that yeah, softness. I think it softens it quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, the timber. Like if you yeah. have just like the black metal and the concrete, I feel like it's a hard look. Yeah, yeah. but the timber softens it. Good stuff. We we had a guest on a little while ago who yeah. just did a Renault and they had polished concrete yeah. floors yep. and they love them. They they think they're gorgeous. They are. They're yeah. stunning and I love them so much until I got a quote. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so the tiles are a much more cost-effective way yeah, of doing it. Tiles yeah. in the bathroom. I am doing floating floors in all the living areas. Right. But I've got a very yeah. a dark colour. Mm. So the floating floors, that's the timber. Yeah, the timber, mm. timber and there's and timber in the like the for uh, bench tops mm. in all bathrooms and nice. in the, the kitchen, timber benches. Gorgeous. Oh. And then concrete look tiles yeah. for the for the bathroom, bathroom yeah, and the great. kitchen and um, uh, at the moment I'm gonna be doing the floating floors in the kitchen as yes. well. Just so they're a little bit warmer under feet. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a great idea. It is a good idea. What about the archways? You, remo- you said you're removing the archways. <laughs> yes, archways are gone. My builder came in and had to knock them all out and put in steel lintels as they are all solid brick walls oh, throughout. Wow. So it was a very messy job mm. and 
we tried to contain it with like plastic sheets but it dust just gets out and it's everywhere so mm. on those days the kids had to be out of the house yes. okay can i interject um yeah when bricks get cut they let off this really 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 fine fine dust which is just in oh it just it's gets everywhere. everywhere it's so fine and um you think you've cleaned it up and then it appears again <laughs> it, it just yeah. keeps on appearing doesn't it, it? Does. vacuumed and mopped at least a hundred times and then the floor dries and there it is again it's it's so it's so fine that even if you had if you had cabinet doors which you didn't at the time but let's say you did um and you had them closed it seeps under the through the cracks in the in the cabinet doors oh that's that's, that's next awful. level isn't that it is next do you yeah. know what that reminds me of uh, actually, she might be listening to the show, Joe Wright. Her yeah. husband gave us some fish one day because he likes to go fishing. And Carl <laughs> brought the fish into the house, my husband Carl, and he said that he was he's going to scale the fish. And I was like, oh, Dale, can you do that outside, please? Mm. And he's like, no, it'll be fine. I'll do it inside. And he did it. He scaled the fish inside. I'm telling you, three months later... I, I found a fish scale on our blinds. <gasps> no I know they just the fish scales went everywhere. Did and he do it in the kitchen or the laundry? He did it in the in the kitchen. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> just <laughs> the stories of Carl. Now you've you've done some of this. You've done some of this Renault DIY. How yes. much have you done DIY and how much have you called in trades for? And how did you start, decide what you were going to DIY and what you were going to get a trade? Well, basically things like electrical work, obviously, if we get a trade in. That's and, smart. And plumbing, because mm-hmm. I do not trust my hu- my husband to be a plumber. For the registered and, trades. Yeah, yeah, registered trades. And I have a builder to do the, the structural work. Yep. Anything structural or things that my husband's just like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm. <laughs> but there are, he has a long list of things where I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying someone for that. Yeah. To do that. Yep, yep, yep. That's really smart. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, he taught himself how to tile. And he's previously, from other things we've done in the house, taught himself how to plaster. So mm. he's done all the plaster work himself and he's basically done as much as he possibly can all on his own. Mm. With Occasionally his, his dad, my father-in-law, does come down and help because he is a jack-of-all-trades and just somehow knows how to do everything. Yeah, well, I love I love those sort of practical skills of just getting ha- your hands in and getting dirty and getting it done. Yeah. And you do save a fortune because... Yes. We, we started our renovations like that as well. We did everything that we could that didn't have to be done by a registered trade. We did ourselves. Yeah. And it was amazing how many people were there willing to help us learn these skills too. Yeah, we've had heaps of friends in yeah. YouTube. YouTube is how oh, we learned how to plaster. That's, you're so lucky. We didn't have YouTube. <laughs> no, we didn't. But, but, yeah, but I can imagine YouTube would definitely be your handy. friend. Yep. You would be... We have our set budget. Yep. There's no more money after that. So it all has to come in under this budget. Yep, yep. And you'll make it happen. Yeah. You will, you know, because you can. It, it's a renovation building on one level is just a very practical thing. If you sit down in your budget and you really think it's true you can do it yes well, <laughs> when we get when we get back from the break we're going to continue on with the theme of budget we are going to ask Tasha for her best tips around how to find bargains for your reno we're also going to have a chat with Carl about how he helped Tasha organize the finance for her reno and much more so we will see you on the other side of the break. And yes, if you can hear some funny noises in the background, it's because we have a little, uh, about six Hot Wheels in the studio and they are racing. 
<laughs> so that's that funny sound you can hear in the in the background. This is real life, people. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, only here on RPPFM. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, everyone. It's Tara Vandelight here from Janice Dunn Estate Agents, and I am here with Carl Violetta from Violetta Finance. Hello, Carl. Good evening, Tara. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. Well, you were in the studio anyway picking up young Marcus and we thought this would be the perfect time um, to interview you a yep. little bit and Tasha because yep. um, you've actually handled um, finance for Tasha, haven't you? Yes, I have. Ah, very good. So tell us a little bit about the process, Tasha, um, with, um, how, how did you find that experience getting finance? So it was fin- very, finance very cool. for the Renault. For the Renault. Yeah, the Renault. Yeah, the Renault. Yes. yes. Uh, well, it was all very simple with Carl. <laughs> it was pretty straightforward and he yep. went through all the information that we had that he needed, all our bank statements and all our loans that we currently have for the house to make sure everything's on track and we're up to date with all our payments and we're not overdrawn on anything to make sure the bank will say yes. So once we were ready to go, it was all set. Yeah, it was a number of months before we could do anything. The the starting point is really having the vision of what the Renault entailed. That's the first approach and, and sort of getting an idea of how much money we're going to need to take out to to cover the renovation cost, uh, number one. And then number two, as part of the finance, we were also looking to get a better rate on the interest rates because the existing home loan that they were with, they, they weren't really getting a really good rate anyway. So once we kind of had our ducks in a row, we then executed the lender options. Mm-hmm. So sorry, when you say take out, what are you mm. taking money out of it's called equity and equity is it's the value of your home and that is not being used as collateral against any other loans Mm -hmm. so it's an invisible money that's in your house that banks are happy to provide customers providing that they can qualify to use that equity to take out so that they can use it for renos or mm. to, to pay debts or anything like that. So does that mean, say, the bank values your house at $600,000 right? and you only owe $300,000 on the house, yep. does that mean that you've got or you've only got $300,000 tied up in the, in the loan? loan? Yep. Does that mean you've got $300,000 equity? Almost. Banks will only allow customers to borrow money which is a a certain percentage of the value of your home so banks won't lend you money like 100 percent or over on the value of your home so it needs to be under 80 percent okay to avoid lenders mortgage insurance or you can uh, you can go over 90 percent um, but you'll have to pay lenders mortgage insurance. So um, in Tasha's instance, she had plenty of equity and we could keep the reno and the refinance under 80%, yeah? So we, we had both both things covered. So we were able to refinance her existing loan to get a better rate. I think from memory she was up four and a half mm-hmm. and then we put her on uh, 3.89. Percent. Percent. That's the interest yeah, that's rate. That's the interest okay. rate. Yep. You know, when the loan got approved, she just pretty much was introduced to a new bank and she just had cash to spend on her NO. So, how did that? So, do they give you the cash and put it in a bank account or how does yeah. that, that work? Yeah. So, that's generally how it works. 
Um, that's what we call cash out in the industry. You know, there's so many different terminologies about doing these types of reno, particularly in Tasha's case. So we just say cash out, equity release. They're one of the same two things. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do something like that, you just um, basically the amount, the cash out amount gets deposited into a nominated bank account and you basically get to use those funds for the renovation. So you've taken some money out, but the money that you're using is going towards the house so that'll increase the value of the house. And then also Carl was saying it was refinanced from an interest rate that was in the fours to an interest rate that was in the three. So that yeah. reduces the repayment, yes. the monthly repayments yeah. as well. So it's qu- quite a good wow. quite a good option. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a very livable option, isn't it? Yeah, livable well, option, yeah. We're better off financially after the refinance <laughs> and even with the extra taking the extra money out, we're mm. still better off financially. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, because um, what happened was um, they were put in the wrong product. <gasps> they had this, they had two loans. Not by you. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't. No, no. So um, they had they had two loans, and one of the one of the loans was had an interest rates of I think nearly six percent. So we just restructured that um, that debt. E- even if the Renault wasn't going to happen, we were going to restructure the loan anyway, and mm. and and just take them to a, a to a different bank. And and that's why the the repayments were actually even with the cash out was I wouldn't say significant, but it was a lot lower than what their original repayments were. So they've got all these new wonderful things at home for less repayments than their original loan, if that oh, makes sense. That's amazing. You know that's what amazing. I mean? Yeah. So um, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember exactly how much per month they were saving, but, yeah, it was, it was up there. It was, yeah, we it was did quite work good. it out at one point, and I, when I calculated out what it was a month we were saving, I was like, that is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so that's so lovely to hear because it is when you've got kids. I mean, we've all got kids here. Your money's tight when you've got yeah, kids. You, you, yeah, you're watching your budget. We're yeah. all watching our budgets. Yeah. Thanks, Carl, for, yeah. for walking us through the finance mm. portion. Mm. Of, Welcome. Anytime. That. Mm. You know that. <laughs> now, do you want to hang around or do you want to take this little guy? You guys going to hit the road. I think I might take this little guy home because it's going to be uh, his bedtime soon. Yes. So. Oh, He's already in his PJs, so... Uh, we're, we're still live on air, but we're going to say a quick goodbye to Marcus. Goodbye, Marcus. Marcus, thank you so much for coming into the studio. Would you like to say goodbye to everybody who is listening to the radio? <laughs> okay, he's over it. He's had it. He's had it. It's all right. The, 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 down the bottom there. You want to say goodbye? Novelty's worn off. All right, let's continue on with the interview. <laughs> Over to you, Tara. I think you've got some more questions for so Tell for us Tasha. a little bit more about your bargain shopping because I, I, uh, the few little tips you've told me between the break, I, I'm, I'm really impressed. Tell me, <laughs> tell me. Well, I know I have my budget can only go so far and yep. I want to be able to get as much done to the house as I possibly can, so yep. I hunt. And I yeah. never buy the first thing I see and I, I see something I like and then I hunt and see, can I get that cheaper online? Can I find another store there where it is cheaper? And wow. I negotiate on delivery fees. Yep. Yep. And I've, I, I wanted a freestanding bath because my plumber actually recommended getting a freestanding bath because he told me it would make the plumbing cheaper because ah, there's a um, cavity underneath so mm. where he can manoeuvre the plumbing around. Yep. So I hunted online and I ended up actually found one in a store that was the floor stock. 
Fantastic. Why not? Yeah, so I actually, and I got that and I ended up getting negotiated. They would, they wanted to charge me for delivery. I ended up getting free delivery Ooh. and I got it cheaper than the ones that I had been looking at online. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. And, I, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it's a win-win. I'm sure the shop was, you know, happy to get rid of that one. Yeah. And you've got room for the next model they're selling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you know, it's, it's still going to look fabulous in your bathroom, but yes. save you a couple of hundred dollars at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Why not? And so, um, you reckon calling up shops is a good good way to go about it? Yeah, I usually am online a lot yep. and I am searching all the stores because there's usually particular products I know that I want yeah. and I just find the right ones and I price up everything from different stores and make sure like with tapware I make sure that everything has Australian standards to it. Yeah, that's important. Everyone it. listen to that. Yeah, Tasha's tip there yeah. because there are taps online which aren't up to Australian they standards. Not up to Australian standards. A plumber, a good and uh, a reputable plumber won't install them. Yes. They have um, to be uh, stamped with the watermark. Yep. Yeah, it's a little um, W yeah. mark. Um yeah, have a look look that up with Australian what would they call it? The Australian Standards Watermark, I guess. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's a little red symbol, isn't it, yeah, with a W? And, uh, yeah, even when you purchase online, the ones that have it will show it. Yeah, fantastic. So you can get them. You can get a bargain but still get it to a pass Australian Standards. Yeah, and and you know what? If it doesn't pass Australian Standards, it's not a bargain. It's not a bargain. It's not something that you should, should have in your house. I mean, there are ones made in other countries where they have all sorts of fun, savoury things inside the tap. So Exactly. No. Not yeah. a bargain. No, don't want my kids <laughs> drinking water out of those taps. No, no, not at all. And yeah, chances are the plumber just won't install it, so you have to, you know, buy a new one anyway. So you buy two taps. So exactly. yeah, stick to the little red um, mark. So um, yeah, what what else have you found? Well, well, to also to make our plumbing cheaper because we have double brick walls throughout, oh, yes. and having to install plumbing that has never existed for starters yeah. in our laundry, converting it, the like the shower was never there, the toilet was never there. Yeah. So instead of digging into the brick and paying a plumber to do that, we have built out fake walls. Oh, good idea. So the plumber can just put in the plumbing wherever he wants. Yeah. And the same for the electrical work. All the all the electrical work was all the wires were put in yep. before the plaster went on. Good stuff. So Tasha's talking about she um like sort of did like Smart. a little box frame, like yep. um, you know, like a little timber box and built plaster around that block. Yes. Because um that's more easy, straightforward of way of building a wall other than this double brick thing they got happening inside you yeah. <laughs> it's great for soundproofing yeah it's very unusual but it's very unusual yeah. and it's like there are benefits to it like yeah. the soundproofing and it holds in the warmth and everything but then yeah. when you're renovating it's a nightmare, it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare <laughs> it's got no flexibility about it whatsoever no. so tell me so ebay shopping um yes. i like your tip about actually calling the shop as well i i tend to do that like if i find an ebay shop um i, I go for an australian one usually i go for a local one yeah i tend to try and find yeah. one that is located yeah yeah and not, so it's coming directly from overseas because there are heaps that and, and i actually even tend to look up the name of the store yeah to see where they're located i do too because yeah, you can look them up on google maps they can and be see in dandenong can't they yes, yeah. Isn't a lot that of great? them are fairly local aren't they and i find it actually is really helpful um to actually call up that shop once you've found them online and actually confirm what you're ordering have you got the right thing for what you're doing because quite often yes. there's somebody there and they might say no this is a better product for what you want or oh we've got a special on or you can have the floor stock or you know that sort of 
conversation that, that an would. eBay store can't have. And you can always go back to the eBay store and buy it that way if you decide to, but there's also the opportunity to buy it straight from the shop, yeah. isn't it? And to make sure you are getting what you want. I mean, yeah. uh, for my bathroom tap over my bath, I had been looking at uh, quite a large waterfall tap until it was pointed out to me in a bathroom shop that yeah. because it has sharp corners and with I'll kids, they yeah. can fall over and cut their heads. Yeah. So I have, I'm still having a waterfall tap, but I have found one that's shorter and has rounded corners. Oh, smart thinking, Tasha. I really like that. Yeah. And your kids' little backs will like that too. Yeah. And, and I found I was going to purchase that off eBay until in a local bathroom shop, I found the exact same one cheaper than eBay. I see this, and this is the thing. Not always is it cheapest on eBay, no, is it? No, I think the stores. exactly. I think eBay is a really good place to look for standard prices, yes, and to sort of get an idea of and what's out there. Them. Yeah, and then visit the yeah. shop or call out the shop after yeah. well, that. Yeah, a, there's a couple of local um, plumbing clearance centres yep. that have been fantastic that have got much lower prices than other stores. <laughs> Yeah, and I found bar- yeah, bargains by looking up the plumbing clearance centres. That's that 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 is really good shopping gold. So, well so done. So do you just Google local? You can, if you Google plumbing clearance centre, yeah. there are there's uh, there's one in Caram Downs, there's one in Narry Warren. They're yeah. two completely different shops, but they both come up when you Google that. Yeah, and I've been to both for different things. I love I love um, I love Dandenong, Springvale, yeah. all those sort of areas. There's just this high concentration of really affordable. <laughs> it's it's like a gold mine for a renovator or someone who needs to buy furniture or anything like that. It's yes. all there. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> One of the biggest expenses was going to be tiles and I yeah. have never visited so many tile shops in my entire life mm. but in the end I because I was going by price mostly but mm. also what I wanted yeah but I found the cheapest was at Bunnings yeah and that's that's that 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 that's another great tip is sometimes it is actually cheaper to buy stuff from Bunnings as opposed to the specialty shops. Yes, just do your research yeah. so you know. Yep, and oh. compare the pricing. I ended up paying at Bunnings about half of what I was quoted in a couple of other times. On the shops. specialty shops, yeah. yeah, that's a really practical tip. And also, can I make the point that sometimes, you know, if you need a like, specific tile um, and you need, you've got the tiler coming the next day and you haven't had time to source it from your specialty shop, there's a good chance there'll be a whole shelf full of them at Bunnings and you can buy them on the Sunday night at 9 o'clock, you know, yes, <laughs> or exactly. 7 o'clock. They're, or... they're open late. Exactly. And always have lots of stock. Exactly right. If you just need something basic, it's probably there. Yeah. So, so if you're panicking now, that's a good tip. The, the guy on the special orders desk knows me and I think yep. he kind of runs away from me when he sees oh, me does coming. He, here comes Tasha. I don't know what obscure thing does Tasha want now. And so do you have any other tips for finding that fantastic bargain? I think it's all just about shopping around mm. and, yeah, like I said, not buying the first thing you see because uh, well, if I bought the first thing I'd seen, then I wouldn't like it anymore because yeah. as I have gone, I've like gone, oh, well, actually, I don't really like that and I've yep. gone a different way. Yeah, you've become more educated about yep. what you're buying. And yeah, take sample tiles home because how they look in the store under those fluorescent lights is not how it looks at home. That's a great point. And also how they look on a wall versus how they look on a on floor, a floor yeah. completely different. So the light plays with it. It yeah. does. And Bunnings oh. will sell you a sample tile. Yeah. 
Or, oh, so they don't get – because I was going to say, if they give you a sample tile for free, you could just go back in 50 times <laughs> and then they, don't do that. I'm not condoning that. That is not And not, not okay. to mention you'll, you'll have tiles from different batches, different so batches, they're all yeah. different. Slightly yeah, different. Yeah, 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 they yeah. do sell you a sample tile. I, I believe it was a dollar I paid and I had quite a few sample tiles because I did want that concrete look and they have a really big range of concrete look tiles. Oh. And I did end up uh, not buying the first ones that I had picked that I loved in the store yeah didn't love them at home ah good tip I love it I love it and then you know you've thought about it and you thought carefully and you've got exactly what you want yes yeah and And it's all about you have to think about what you want because if you just go and buy on a whim yeah going to change your mind I think that's I think that's the best budget tip anyone can have (laughs) it's don't do it on a whim to get the budget out write it out shop and shop and shop and shop um you also had um um interesting experience with quoting as well for the for the registered trades that you had to use obviously there's you can't do everything yourself no what have you learned about getting quotes from registered trades Oh, well, same thing. I didn't go with the first one. I had, and I've come and I've lost a few trades when then they're too busy for me. Yeah. I lost my electrician because my house was just too much for him and I (laughs) couldn't cope with the bricks. Could not cope, but I did find another one online. Yep. Um, and he's been amazing. Fantastic. And, yeah, and he's and, and same thing. I quoted a lot of electricians because like yeah, the the prices will vary a lot. Yeah. So I didn't go with the lowest either, but I found a guy in between, and I made sure that he had all the correct licenses. Great. Because some of the people that were quoting me um, didn't actually have an electrician's license. Oh, see, this is the I don't know how ghastly is that? So. Yeah, and it, look, it, it, does, it is, it is terrifying because a lot of people just don't ask. So you have to ask for a certificate of currency or, uh, you yeah, know. A, license numbers. What, license yeah, numbers, yeah. If they've got it, they'll just straight off the bat provide it to and you. And you know what? Like if, you, if, you, if you're interviewing a potential tradesperson and they get on the defensive when you ask for these things, He's not the right, or not she's the right. not the right person not for the you. Right. They're not the right person. Like it's really straightforward question, isn't yeah. it? Because I know? had to, I had to hunt yeah. for like an electrician and a plumber. I was lucky with my builder. He's been a family friend since before I was born. Yep. And he basically works full time at my mum's house mostly. But Great. now I've got him, and <laughs> Great. she's been complaining for like the last six months that I've been stealing her builder. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's yours now. He's mine. Now. You can have him back when you're done. <laughs> so tell us about your um, your new laundry. Well, I'm so far loving my new laundry, Yes. (laughs) despite the fact that it is not usable. And I do technically have an outdoor laundry at the moment. Oh, wow. Because we had to demolish everything. So my washer and dryer were placed outside on my decking under my pergola. And and I had hope so that a, wouldn't last. Like it was summer. I hadn't. I wasn't too worried at first. So you made yourself a temporary laundry a temporary outside laundry. on the outside deck. Yes. yes. And now my washing machine is jumping around and, and moving across the deck. 
<laughs> so, so, so in the evening, you, f- you yeah. fill it up and what happens? I do put it on at night because I do. I put a load of washing on before I go to bed and I always think, oh, the neighbours must hate me because it is loud and it's not on my room. My bedroom is not on so that side of the house, so I don't hear it. But once it gets to the spin cycle, I'm sure the neighbours are ready to throttle me. And so when the spin cycle happens? And uh, the, well, the washing machine moves about a metre at least across the oh. deck. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I can't move it. Even once it's empty, I can't move it. It's too heavy. So I have to get my husband to push it back into place (laughs) so that it can move again on the next cycle. So when you actually move this washing machine back into a bathroom, it won't bounce around like that, I hope? God, I hope not. (laughs) Because... So I am kind of curious whether or not it just doesn't like living outside. Yes, it's it's got a little bit of a protest happening. It did get a little bit of water on it when um, when the roof was being cleaned. So, (laughs) oh, you know what? It could be that. It could be be that. So that could be a little extra expense that it gets included in a a new washing machine. Well, I tell you what: if everything goes to plan with your your um, renovation, hopefully you've got like a small sort of margin for error bit in there and maybe that can go towards the new washer. <laughs> we all have to, there's always like the, the little extra cost that you don't that you go oh mm. I didn't know I needed to do that okay cool yeah absolutely <laughs> so gotta get that done <laughs> so so you've got a temporary laundry outside outside oh look that I, I reckon if you could get a photo for us for the dream home movement or even a little video of it moving oh, oh that, would be, that gold. would be fun that yes. would be gold I've seen a video of somewhere of it getting caked in water when the roof was being cleaned <laughs> <laughs> we want we want the washing machine on the run. Doing its dance. Yeah, doing its dance. Let's dance. I can't wait for the new laundry to be up and running. I I get very excited anytime anything happens in there when the floor tiles were put in and then the, the cabinets are in and I'm just like, I just need some wall tiles on yeah. so then I can put the and, and the electrician to come back to do my powerpoints and then the washing machine is in <laughs> that'll oh, be amazing it sounds like and it's really close I may be a week off from it having a toilet in there oh gee this 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 is this is looking up for you Tasha yeah yeah <laughs> everything's looking up well we might move on to our signature question I think, I think. We so tell us for you what does the dream the phrase dream home mean to you uh, I think dream home for us would just be something comfortable and not atrocious that we have been living in. <laughs> it's something nice and comfortable and to our taste, yep. uh, which it previously hasn't been. And we've been living there 10 years now and just yeah, waiting for the right point to be able to borrow money to be able to renovate it because it was always the dream to to renovate it when we bought it was we fell in love with it as soon as we viewed the house because it had huge rooms all the bedrooms are huge and the lounge room's huge and we were like it has big rooms and it has so much potential nothing had been done to it and well there were a few things a few small reno things that had been done by the previous owners and we can always pick the things they did because they're weird and wrong (laughs) (laughs) tell us what you really think Tasha they they shouldn't have been renovating wow (laughs) so it will really now feel like your home your place our home Mm. our place how we want it to be and the well well, not necessarily my husband's dream home, but it's mine. 
Oh, well, you're in it, therefore it's his, your, his dream home because you're in it. He, he just builds what I tell him to build. Well, this is this is a, a great team. That's, that's how the best teams are for. So your dream home is something not so different than what you've got but just to your taste yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. So just so it's, yeah, it's, it's my and taste. And finished. <laughs> I love it. I love it. A place just to relax and be calm and actually have a style that's you. Yes. That's, I can absolutely see you in that situation. Yeah, and, and two, two bathrooms. When you live in a house with three boys, you need two bathrooms. Fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing um, your journey with us. I hope that you'll, um, yeah, that you'll, you'll share the, the footage of the washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really, really interesting. Um, and so... So coming up after the break, we've got the Property Geek Out with Tara. Tasha, are you going to hang around for the rest of the show? I will. Brilliant. Thank Thank you. you. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, only here on RPPFM. Take me home tonight. I just want... Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. We are heading into the Property Geek Out with Tara. Tara, what have you got for us tonight? (laughs) Well, I thought tonight it would be really fitting to talk about buying a um, finished house that is the dream for Tasha, a space that, you know, is her taste and her style as opposed to um, renovating it from scratch yourself. Um, So, yeah. Now, the market has changed since the last 18 months. Um, In many areas around Victoria and across Australia, prices have come backwards a little bit. Um, and what you would pay top dollar for, um, you know, a beautiful renovated house, um, you know, uh, 12 months ago, um, you might be very surprised at what they cost now. So, um, yeah, so that's the point I did want to make is that if you are looking to buy a home, it really, you might have had your ideas set on a renovator's delight, but right now with prices as they are, um, the margin between buying something that's already finished and beautiful and exactly what you want and doing it yourself from scratch, the margin might not be worth it to you. So I'm just going to pose a question to Tasha really quickly. Tasha, if let's say, you know, um, you've been through a lot with this renovation yes, and you've yeah. done it really well. And I think your story is a story of um, over time because how long have you been in that house for? Ten years. Ten years. So the financial situation Tasha was in ten years ago is different to what she's in now. Yes. Um, and you're in a different um, situation now that now you've got two young boys yep. and you're a working mum and you've got a beautiful partner, husband. Yep. Um, and so um, you've got a different lifestyle than you had ten years ago. Yeah, very different. <laughs> and so the renovator's delight that you got – 10 years ago at a really good price made a lot of sense back then, didn't it? Yes, because it was, and prices were a lot lower then. Yep. But we were first home buyers yep. and we were young and we didn't want to spend a whole lot. So we, yep. and, and like I said, we saw so much potential in the property. Yep. But we were sitting on it for quite a while before we could financially do any Get to re- that re- next renovations. Step. I mean, we did a few small things. Yep. But nothing major could be done because. Yep. There was no money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that that's where most first home buyers are. Um, they're at that situation where they need to get anything into the market that sort of fits them 
good enough, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if the compromise is it's not renovated, then that's the compromise it is. You know, you went for something that had a good location and had good bones and yeah. you knew that over the next 10 years, um, you know, it'd be a good home for you and you could update it as you go. And that's a good strategy. However, let's say, um, you know, you were in the market now again um, and you let's say yeah, let's say this wasn't you let's say you were you know in the situation you are now and you're buying your first home now but you know you're in a different financial situation now because you're both working and so forth um, would you if you had this time again and one one house which wasn't renovated was fifty thousand less and then the other one that was renovated was fifty thousand more. What would you do? For a $50,000 difference, yes. I would absolutely buy the one that was renovated that I could put small touches in to make it to my own taste yep. rather than having to do a full blowout reno. Absolutely. So I think that's a really good, sensible lifestyle choice for a lot of people yeah. <laughs> right now because that, that is the reality. Some The difference between a renovated house and an unrenovated house, the margin isn't as big as it used to be. Um, you know, when it's a hotter market, there is a bigger margin there. But at the moment, people are being very logical with their purchases. And um, yeah, there isn't, sometimes there isn't a lot of a difference between a renovated house and an unrenovated house, or not enough of a difference given the impact it's going to have on your lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> and so let's just get a bit of a picture about, you know, some of the things. How has it impacted your lifestyle doing this renovation? Well, it's hard with the kids sometimes yeah. because there's it's we're basically living on a building site yeah. and there are a lot of things when you have to take the kids out of the house when there's certain things being done because it is dirty and it is dusty and you don't want them inhaling all yeah. the dust from bricks being cut yeah and there's power tools laying around yeah and things that you so you do have to be careful yeah but and it's and it's difficult but it'll yeah. be worth it It would definitely end. be worth it in the end when definitely I have my beautiful bathroom that I can hide in <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely but there are sacrifices that you know happen and yes. um yeah if um if you can avoid it and already get more of what you want in a in a house if your budget can be stretched that far then I would absolutely recommend people look at that as an option too in this current market just sensible choices for your lifestyle Thank you very much for that. <laughs> Thanks again, Tasha. And thank you, Tara, for presenting our Property Geek Out segment. Yes. Now, if people want to find you, follow you, get in contact. Instagram, um, if you look up Building Dreams Group, you'll find me. And um, I'm on Facebook too, which is um, Building Dreams Group. I run an online community um, where people get together and they do renovations. Thank you so much. And that brings us towards the end of our show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's been quite a jam-packed one tonight. We've got a, a lot of quality in in a short amount of time. Well done, team. <laughs> it must have been Marcus's influence. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for your patience because we did have our little visitor tonight. And oh. so there are a few funny noises. So we appreciate you hanging in with us. If you've ever missed one of the live shows, you can pop on over and listen to our podcast. We upload replays of edited replays of the live show onto iTunes. So if you've got an Apple device, you can find us there or wherever you find good 
podcast. You can also go onto our website. So you've got Tara's website, buildingdreamsgroup.com, or you could go to my website, which is violettafinance.com.au. Just Google Violetta Finance. You'll find it. We've got the podcast cast episodes there as well. I'd like to give a shout out to our podcast listeners that live in Mornington. That is the top listening suburb for this week. So we had the most listens from Mornington this week, followed by Frankston. So thank you so much. Well done. And we also had quite a few listens in France as well. So we have an international audience. That's it for this week. We look forward to chatting with you next week. We hope that your dream home projects are going well. Thanks for choosing us on Thursday evenings. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Home Movement. Wishing you all the best in your projects this week. We would love to chat and hear what you're up to, so please say hi on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to hanging out with you next week. Catch you soon.